Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. Welcome to the Geekiest. My name is Joseph. My pronouns are he, him. Hello, I'm Kayla, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Will, he, him, and in lots of pain. Oh, we are sorry you were in pain. Yes, we are very, very sorry and sympathetic to your pain. Uh, we have no guest this week, so we will be just kind of shooting the breeze, uh, going over some interesting things around the geek world, so... Uh, open it up with kind of big news I just found. Uh, Warner Brothers doesn't seem to be waiting very long to drop Matt Reeves' The Batman onto HBO Max. Yay! Uh, so the announcement is the streaming service will get the uh, movie on April 18th. Cool. Uh, That's like next week. That is uh-huh. like next week. Um so I am looking forward to that because as much as I was interested in seeing the Batman, I wasn't really quite feeling like braving the public. Ew, yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the other news coming is that there are two projects that are moving forward that are uh, coming off of the Batman. Uh, one will be, uh, a Penguin spinoff series with Colin Farrell. Who looks nothing like Colin Farrell in it. No. No, if you've seen the pictures, he does not look like Colin Farrell. Uh, there was a... I forget if it was Fallon or one of the one of the late night talk shows had him on and they had his action figure. Yes. And they were like, how is it to finally get an action figure that looks nothing like you? <laughs> yeah, he was seemed a little... A little miffed at that, but played along really well. The, <laughs> well, what's the, worse? What's worse? It doesn't look like you because you're in crap loads of makeup to where you don't look like you, or that you're in a mask. True, or that they tried to make it look like you and it still doesn't look like you. I mean, that's really that. That was what I was seeing. Is like, or when they actually like you know took the time to scan you and do all that stuff, and it still doesn't look anything like you. Uh, the other series, uh, the other thing coming off of that, other series going to be coming off of that is going to be set in Arkham Asylum. But there's nobody there. They all escape. Well, I, I would assume this would, you know, this would tell the story of the brief moments when everybody is is in the, the asylum before they, you know, decide to leave. Well, Joker just gets bored. Yes. They all just seem he to. Said, he says so. Yeah. 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 I just get bored, so I leave. Yeah. I, I would think that, you know, there, there there's a really easy way to make sure that this doesn't happen. Make make sure he doesn't get bored. Entertain, but Joker. I, I can imagine, though, that entertaining Joker gets harder and harder as time goes on. Oh, come on. You you, you, you just have to have the right games. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, I bet you Joker's an awesome night. You get Clayface in there. Clayface <laughs> takes over all, all of the, you know, the, the, the lookalike contests. <laughs> Trying to get Clayface killed? I mean, (laughs) 
the Joker that loses out on something, it's not ending well. Too funny. Uh, so next week, uh, keeping on the superhero TV series or streaming series, because nothing's on TV anymore, as far as I understand. Is uh, there still TV? We had this conversation. There is, just nobody watches it. Pretty much. <laughs> it, 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 they, they show all the stuff that's not good enough to go on streaming. Ah, okay. Uh, just kind of on a, uh, what did I see? Uh, off the topic and really not, uh, kind of in our normal wheelhouse, but dancing with, is it dancing with the stars is going to be moving from over the air broadcast to Disney plus as a live, as a live series. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's the first series that has moved. From broadcast to uh, to a streaming service. Okay. Uh, and and since we're talking about talking about Disney Plus, uh, they're they are working on the uh, Marvel series uh, Ironheart. Um, it's based on the comic book of the same name with uh, Dominique Thorne taking the role of teen genius Riri Williams and Anthony Ramos. Uh, from In the Heights and uh, that little musical called Hamilton, yeah, um, are jo- are on the are part of the cast. Well, if you want somebody good behind, you know, get going behind your series, uh, you probably can't do any better than Ryan Coogler, uh, huh. and he is he has joined the production team uh, of Ironheart. Wow. Okay. Um, that is it- something to watch. And there are now uh, rumors, guesses that we may be seeing Thorns Riri Williams uh, to appear in this November's Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Remind yeah. me which one that is. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Is well, I know what that is. The actor Riri Williams. Uh, well, she's the one who's going to be playing Dominic Thorne is the one who's going to be playing Riri Williams, the teen who figures out how to make her own version of uh, like an Iron Man suit. Right. Uh, okay. And it, and it has like Tony Stark's AI and, and stuff in it. Cool. So we can expect to see her in Black Panther. And Pepper Pepper. Potts meeting her attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cease and desist. <laughs> Stark tech, Stark industries. Um, with with it with, with with a scowling, angry, uh, uh, happy behind them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, taking directing duties for uh, Ironheart will be split between Sam Bailey of Netflix's Dear White People and Angela Barnes from Stars Blind Spotting. Right. So, so this cool. looks like it's going to be uh, interesting. Uh, Ironheart joins the upcoming Marvel and Disney. Lineup alongside She Hulk, Miss Marvel, Echo, Secret Invasion, and Agatha House of Harkness. So, okay. and of course, and of course, I mean, we, right now we've got Moon Knight and uh, all the good stuff. Moon Knight. Are we allowed to talk about Moon Knight yet? Only the first episode. Uh, only, okay. I mean, depending upon whether or not Will has seen it, is planning to see it. I, 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 I will eventually. Um, Right, right now, I'm in a uh, TV. I don't have to look at mood. Ah, I, I understand so, that one. 
late, lately, I have been binge watching Survivor just because I don't need to watch it. <laughs> that's that's an interesting one. I haven't done that with Survivor yet. I usually oh, do I, it with like Bones and Criminal Minds. Well, see, it, it it helps when you have a show that essentially you don't need to look at because it's just a crapload of people talking. Um, and there's craploads of episodes. I mean, they're just season 42 right now. Lord. So there's plenty to watch or not watch. Eh, but uh, spe- speaking of Marvel, um, they released a first look at the upcoming Marvel multiverse role-playing game. Yes. Oh. Ah, yes. Uh, Marvel.com published an interview with Marvel Multiverse lead designer Matt Forbick about the upcoming tabletop game, which will have a public play test released for sale next week. So do you go and uh, visit your friendly neighborhood game store and say, go get this for me. Yep. Yay. Uh, the interview includes uh, several interior pages from the playtest, including a stat block for Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Preview also confirms that the game will be using a 3D6 system with a single six-sided die designated as the Marvel die. You can check out the three excerpts, which also include a skill tree for Spider-Man powers. And uh, yeah, it looks pretty okay. So is it only you are playing one of the already in in the world players? Uh, wow, brain, words, uh, characters. Or can you like create your own with different powers and whatnot? Uh, I don't know. I would imagine that they would have the stat blocks for like all of the world of core characters. Um. But if they don't have a way to make your own, that game's going to get old real quick. Yeah, that was my thought. Because, it, I mean, one of the coolest things that you could do is go, okay, well, you know, this is Avengers Academy, and you're going to be training to be the next Avenger with, you know, Falcon and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, because that just that makes you just want to go. Okay, well, I want this power, and I want to make my suit look like this, and da da da, and whatever. Like that's the fun part. Yep. So play test next week. Cool. If you're interested, go for it. If you do, let us know how you like it. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty interesting. It's it's interesting because it's interesting that they're going the route of actually charging for the play test. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't it'd be it, it would be no different than, say, signing up online and going, OK, well, we're going to send you everything, but you're going to pay for the shipping and handling. Well, like I, I was just thinking back when they were doing uh, when they were calling it D&D Next, uh, the 5e play test, you just signed up and they would you would get a notice when uh, when new uh, iterations were out for play testing and you just go get the zip file with everything in it. Maybe maybe they get too flooded with people if they don't that's, charge something. That that's a possibility. And, and since it's been such a while since there's been a Marvel role playing game, um I guess I could see needing to uh gatekeep a little. And from um, I was just looking to see uh on Amazon you can pre order it for nine ninety nine. Yeah. So it's it's not like Yeah, you you're not shell out a crap load of money. Yeah, I know you're not paying the the full 
So you don't get your chocomoco latte from Starbucks this week? Oh man, get- I don't know. What I can you need- do without your latte? <laughs> that required me to leave the house. Yeah, no. Get on Amazon and not have to leave. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and if you're using yeah. Smile Plus, you can, you know, kick some, you kick a couple of pennies to your charity. Uh, speaking of tabletop RPGs that are coming out, I've got a couple of other news about those. Yeah. Cool. Um, Blade Runner. Yeah. Anybody? Excuse Anybody? me. Blade hey, Runner. No. Do, do I have? I think I have KK's attention, Joe. You, you have. I believe so. Yes, sir. You have my attention. Please I tell do. me more. Blade Runner: The Role Playing Game will be released to retail this fall. It's going to be supported by a crowdfunding campaign launching on Kickstarter May 3rd. So mark that one on your calendar. The announcement, which was made on Thursday, and this was uh, probably last uh, last week, week and a half ago, uh, included a, a new look at some of the game's pitch-perfect art and a set of three full-page spreads from the core rulebook. Uh, the game developed by Free League, Punisher of the Publish Punisher Publisher of the One Hi. Ring, Tales from the Loop, and Alien Tabletop Role Playing Games, among others. Did you know there was an Alien Tabletop Role Playing Game? I didn't. Know hey, we did. covered that. Did we? Yeah, we did. Well, I've slept since then. Did we, did, did we and... cover it last week? No, no, it was. No, that I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you slept since then. No, a, a lot has happened in the last seven days. Uh, <laughs> uh, Factory so, reset. That's right. The officially licensed game is set in the year 2037, so not that tar- not far off in the future. Uh, places it between the events of the original film starring Harrison Ford and the sequel Blade Runner 2049. Also starring mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Amazing how that happens, you know. <laughs> Set in 2037, so it's somewhere in between the two. Uh, according to the news release, the action kicks off short quote shortly after the Wallace Corporation debuts the new Nexus 9 replicants on Earth, giving players the chance to play either as human or replicant Blade Runners with different Ooh. specialties, personalities, and memories. Oh my God, uh, we have to do this. The art is being handled by Martin Grip, whose distinctive style has been included in other hit free league titles, including the critically acclaimed dark fantasy game. And I'm going to botch the hell out of this. Symporium? Symbarium? I'm going to go with Symbarium. That That sounds sounds good. good. (laughs) Um, The campaign will include a deluxe starter kit with all the fixings, following more or less a similar template to... Free League's highly successful Kickstarter campaign for the One Ring, which brought in nearly $2 million in 2021. Wow. Yeah. So that will that, that, that will uh, join the list of things that we need to play along with Avatar Legends, mm-hmm. uh, Coyote and Crow, Mothership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and just for for us, it's terrible. For I'll, I'll post a link on the socials, but uh, I, I shared in our group chat the trailer from uh, from the website. So, oh, yeah, yes, 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 neato. And I have one more uh, RPG newsy thing, kinda. Okay. Um, do you ever wish you could star in your favorite movie? 
Yes. Uh, yep. A team of ex-D&D designers plans to make that a reality with its debut release on Monday. Uh, game publisher Evil Genius Productions announced Cinematic Adventures, a series of adventures to support its debut tabletop RPG release, Everyday Heroes. The adventures will, according to the press release from the publisher, quote, range from one-shots to multi-session adventures set within the universe of a specific movie. Huh. The core game Everyday Heroes is a modern-day RPG, which is based on D&D 5e rules, as well as the modern D20 open gaming license. According right. to the press release, the company's goal is to create the spiritual successor to the D20 modern role-playing game system released almost 20 years ago. Ha! Huh. Interesting. D20 Modern was was not a bad system. I, I never really got to to play it a whole lot, but it took a lot of the 3.0, 3.x stuff and streamlined it for a lot easier, quicker play. I've never played it. It's interesting. Uh, what films will be included in the cinematic adventure series? I'm sure there's some licensing issues that need to be ex- expect. Die Hard, Indiana Jones, uh, and others. Uh, we do know that this stage of the cinematic adventures will be available for $20, and the core Everyday Heroes game launches on Kickstarter this spring. And let me see if they have a date for that yet. May 17th. There you go. Gee, you're on the ball today, Joe. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Take a geek point for being faster at the, the internets. My Google Foo is strong. That means I actually have to pull up a scoreboard here. I'm slacking. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, mm. You had one job on this ship. I know. Fucked it up. Okay, scoreboard is up. So that's interesting. So they're going to get licenses from popular movies and create games around them, basically. Yeah. I mean, hell, why not? Ah, sure. I I have an idea they're going to do that, or they're going to reference in the most legally (laughs) legally defined way. Well, I mean, they did. They did say that they were going to that they're you know it's specific movies, so. It'll be interesting to see. I'd love to see. I'd love to be a fly on the wall during that contract meeting. I somehow I don't fully see it being one meeting. You're right. There's probably a, it's going to be a it's going to be a process. Um, WizKids is going to release D and D Nolzers. Help me out, Joe. N O L Z U R Nolzers. I think so. That's that's that. Is that the unpainted mini lines that they have? Uh, I believe so. Uh, so uh, they will be releasing D and D Nolzer's Marvelous Miniatures Paint Night Kit, the oh. Yon the Yon T Abomination, which will hit stores in July 2022. This all-in-one event kit allows customers to use their painting skills on a Yon T Abomination miniature. The kit comes with access to an expert step-by-step tutorial provided by Den of Imagination. The box comes with the figure, 12 Vallejo paint colors, two brushes, a water pot, and a blister pack that doubles as the paint palette. It will retail for $19.99. That is super cool. With all of the gaming stores that do 
paint nights, that's and people doing stuff at their houses again and everybody wanting to be social. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it. So I'm still getting that buzz. All right, let me go. I'm wondering what it is now because it's weird. Hold on. Like I'm playing with all of the chords on my headset. and Yeah, let me go check. Let me go see if it's what else it could be. Hold on. It could be an issue with Craig. Yeah, it's weird because like Joe steps away and it stops. All right. So I turned off the washer as well. It, uh, like every time you step away, it immediately stops. Hmm. It's all your fault, Joe. No doubt. <laughs> I have a duh story. I like okay. duh stories. Boy um, company Hasbro has refused a proposal to spin off Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering publisher Wizards of the Coast into an independent company. Mm-hmm. What? The initial proposal was made by asset management firm and Hasbro shareholder Alta Fox Capital Management and has encouraged the move in order to boost Hasbro's share value and simplify its structure. Um, to, to skip the nonsense, um, Hasbro believes that the proposed spinoff is, quote, unlikely to create value. And contrary to Hasbro's strategy, it would negatively impact the benefits Wizards of the Wizards releases today. Are they living under a rock? It, it's <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. No, I, like I'm speechless. It, I don't, wh- <laughs> if it doesn't make you any money, why do you hold it? What does sell it? I'll tell you what. Just... I got five bucks in my pocket. I'll buy it from you right now. <laughs> so they've. There are a couple I mean, together we can come up with 15 bucks, right? 20 if we get it, maybe 25 if we get the other two guys to pitch in five bucks, right? We got 25, we got 25 bucks. Sell it, <laughs> we'll take it off your hands. No problem. Yeah, that is that is a yeah, that's a duh. Like, what? What is go- well, I'm confused. I mean, beyond that, you know, Wizards is Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards uh-huh. is also where Hasbro's digital gaming segment is located as well. That was, that was part of like the, they did like a, a re uh, realignment. Was it last year, two years ago? And yeah, um, I can also see uh, current Hasbro CEO, Chris Cox really not being happy with that because he used to be the head of wizards of the coast. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that a geek point or did you just look that up? No, I, Remembered that from when he got promoted <laughs> because it was because of, because for a long time, Wizards of the Coast for the Hasbro family was Magic the Gathering. And, you know, before the the D&D Renaissance, Magic the Gathering and uh, that lost the thing, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and wow. then like the D&D Renaissance where, you know, every year since like, I think 19 uh, since 2018 has seen was uh seen Dungeons and Dragons sales, you know, increasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well according according to their their own financial report, <laughs> Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons brought in over a billion dollars in revenue in 2021. Shit. So we're I we have to spend more than five bucks each. <laughs> okay. Seven. But that's it. <laughs> Man, uh, man, got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I, I don't, I, I don't 
understand this. I don't. Yeah. Does that make sense? I would love to hear their, like, the reason. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have words. So apparently, they're, in a statement that Alta Fox released, uh, they said that they are going to continue to press for uh, spinning off Wizards of the Coast uh, to help Hasbro share price. Uh, and they are going to continue to push for this change, uh, saying that uh, the move to to not make the change was defensive reactionary. Uh, and they said the board's desire to continue operating Hasbro like a family business is a flashing red light for change and obvious indicator that shareholder appointed directors are needed at the company. Oh, boy. This smells like it's this alta fox uh trying to get a bigger control of hasbro me too i got seven fi- I, okay 750 <laughs> but i think they went has but i so i you're it's, it's a weird thing i don't get because i think hasbro said was last year uh hasbro shares last uh not shares what i was looking for i saw the number um yeah which is the coast, the unit which publishes Dungeons and Dragons Magic Gathering, saw the revenue grow 42% in 2021. Wow. Hasbro is valued at 11.7 billion. So I, I don't, I don't understand. Like it, you'd want to spend something off to, to either because it's a loser, which obviously if revenue is up, you know, 42% from 2020 to 2021, and you were, we were told that. 2020 was, you know, at the time was their best year of revenue ever. I, uh, yeah, weird. What is Alta Fox anyway? Oh, it's a capital management. Yeah, they, they're I, business yeah. owners. They walk in, they look around, they go, hmm, 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 hmm. "This yeah. is a business." Sorry, I'm just like a really bad idea. My really bad joke. No, I, you are. I think you are not far off. I mean, that they, they don't. They don't really create anything. They don't really make anything. They don't really. They're just. We got other people's money to put into things. That's right. I, I, I've been trying to do that. I've been trying to get in that business for years. Yeah, Give me right. money and let me do things with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you how to spend your money. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you may not like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but these are the same type of companies that you know killed Toys R Us because they went in, bought it. Swap debt over to it, and then we're like, "Oh well, you, you you can't pay the debt you we we gave you, so now you have to go into bankruptcy." It's so mad. It's disgusting. I saw something somewhere that said the Toys R Us was coming back. They are okay. Very very slowly. Yeah. yeah. Yep, they are coming back, but it is slow rollout. Mm. Speaking of toys, ooh, go for it. Uh, this toy ties into a couple of the stories, speaking of toys, and, um, Moon Knight. Uh, have we talked about the Moon Knight action figure yet? I don't believe we have. Okay. Hot Toys has revealed its awesome action figure for Marvel's Moon Knight, and it is, as I have said many times about these toys, beautiful. It has shared its first look at its upcoming collectible action figure for Marvel's Moon Knight. And this thing is awesome! I'm a big fan. Um, it's, uh, hold on. Let me get 
Lost my thingy. Here we go. What's, who's the company behind it? Hot. Marvel Studios Moon Knight. It's Hot Toys is the thing. Um, here, I'll bring you a picture. So this thing is like, if you are, if you are watching, if you're watching Moon Knight, um, this looks like it stepped right out of the screen. It is absolutely gorgeous. They are not cheapening out on this one. This is, I would say it's a makeup for some of the other figures, but I'm trying to get it on the screen for you guys. Cause it is so pretty. You can see it. There we go. Uh, I'm trying to get trying to get specs on it. Let me go right to hot because I pulled this off of something else. Okay, while this is happening, everybody talk amongst yourselves. Three. <laughs> no, we're te- I'm teasing. <laughs> I had uh, I had the the geek tyrant one up, but I forgot to pull up because I usually pull this the other one up. Um, one sixteenth scale. So it is extremely like this thing looks. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Ba-ba-da, hot toys. I would like the meeting around. What are we going to name the toy company? Hot toys. Here we go. I, I mean, oh, something simple. Yeah, everybody remembers it. Um, but if you've never looked at the the Hot Toys website, um, and all of the incredible stuff that they make uh i highly recommend it they are good at what they do um it's approximately 29 29 centimeters tall it has 30 points of articulation um newly developed head sculpt with hood and led light up function design on the eyes grayish white colored suit with ancient symbols patterns and crescent moon crest chest emblem um, product release sometime in 2023. Um, it is a, like I said, it is a one scale, authentic and detailed likeness of Moon Knight. Um, it's, it's, where is it? 30 points of articulation. Yeah. 29, 29 centimeters tall. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's. Which is 11.42 inches. Thank you. That is a big ass. It's, yeah, that is not a small doll at all. That is. And we're retailing at. Oh, I'm, I'm looking for that. I'm saying I'm going to go $149.99. I am looking for that. Uh, and I do not see a retail I, price on Hot Toys. I have a pre order on Sideshow. Okay, what is it? $285. Jesus! Ooh. For something uh, that's going to sit on the shelf in a box and never, never going to be touched. Well, you should buy two so you can put the one out on the stand with the thing and do the stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, expected no, to ship. Doesn't, I buy it. I'm playing with it. Absolutely. Right? Uh, expected to ship between July and December of 2023. There are 1,800 people viewing the site right now. It is insane. Yeah, it is. But it's nice. really, really beautiful. It is, yeah, it's sexy. Hey, you can do it on layaway. <laughs> up to five payments. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's gonna be like the new moniker for like the kind of rich you wanna be. Like I wanna be the buy two action figures so I can play with one rich. Like <laughs> And put the other one in my dedicated storage unit that's for all the stuff that I'm not allowed to touch. Yes. <laughs> 
that's what safety deposit boxes are going to be. Oh, Sorry, holy kid. Daddy has Daddy bought all of this stuff that you can't touch. One day, maybe it will be worth money to your great great grandkids. Right? It's going to put your great grandchildren through college. Let me see if I can copy this image because I just not found college keeps going up the way it is. It is true. Good <laughs> lord, true. the stand is. That's a little bit of a small picture, but if you guys can see that, if you look up the the pictures on Hot Toys, there's a picture of uh, the stand with it. Oh my god! Does it go up his butt? <laughs> just curious. I mean, he does have a like flying pose. So that's entirely possible. Let me get back to the stand picture. Because they always do all of these, like, I want to be part of the photo shoot when they shoot these dolls. It just looks like so much fun. But I don't know if... Get back to that picture. Oh. No, it looks like he just stands on it. Rumble. That's nowhere near as cool. But he's got one, two, three, four, five different sets of hands. All of, like... One, one, two, I can't, it's like three different sets of his, like, batarangs, like his Moon knight orangs, whatever you call those. It's funny, if you look in the the picture I just put up, it's got, like, the one set of of crescent moons he, like, holds, like, batarangs, the other one he kind of puts between his his fingers and does, like, Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the same picture I put up, yeah, it's. Interesting. So, yeah, check out the Moon Knight action figure, because, wow, that's that's a Bragg and Wright's piece. And, it and is really gorgeous. That stand is pretty awesome. Yeah, the stand is beautiful. They put a lot of thought into that. So, And, and if you want it, you're going to put a lot of money into it. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth. So, every week you guys hear me say, leave a world a better place. And you found it. So there's an event coming up that, uh, and the only reason I bring this up is because it's going to make KK's day. Oh boy. Um, Tampa, specifically at the Hillsborough River, Mm -hmm. uh, this upcoming Saturday, uh, they're going to be racing 10,000 rubber ducks. Oh. Rubber duck race! Yay! The first three ducks to cross the finish line will win their adoptive parents' prizes. You can adopt a duck. don't have to be there. It's all going to go into support the uh, Kiwanis Club of Tampa. Uh, we do not support any particular charities, but by all means, feel free. Uh, I know they do a lot of great work. Um the foundation does support many local children's par- uh, programs and charities. Uh, they're hoping to, uh, to get all of these uh, ducks sponsored. First place winner is going to be awarded $5,000. Second place winner, $1,000. Third place, $500. And you can adopt a duck for a whole 5 bucks. That's so cool. Uh, if you can't take part in this one, Go look around. There's go find something to get involved with, guys. Come on. Yeah. But I thought this was funny because, you know, hey, thousand ten thousand rubber ducks going down a river. That'd be just fun to watch. Oh yeah. I, I just found the website for it. And uh if you're gonna support a duck, you better act quickly. Cause uh as of 
Monday night as we're doing this, 9,631 ducks have been adopted. Oh, goodness. So a lot of ducks. Sell it out. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be very cool. But That's look awesome. in your local community, find something fun and interesting to do. And if you can't find something fun and interesting to do in your community, make something fun and interesting for people to do in your community that will, you know, help somebody out. There you go. I remember when the boys were in marching band when they were in high school, uh, we talked about doing uh, a duck race as a fundraiser. Never got around to it, but I really wanted to do it. It's just a fun thing. It is. It's super fun. And all the ducks, because we love the ducks. I wonder if there's any new ducks. Now I need to go look and see if there's new ducks. Well, while you uh, go and, and look at new ducks, I found uh, what you can expect from next month's Star Wars celebration. Oh. oh. What can we expect, Joe? I, I'm going to guess a lot of Star Wars stuff. Surprisingly, Star Wars Celebration is going to feature a metric fuck ton of Star Wars stuff, just in case you were worried. I, I need to know exactly how much that is. Yes. Is so, that more or less of a shitload? Oh, the, uh, a, a fuck ton is like two or three shitloads. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on Thursday the 26th, uh, Lucasfilm Showcase. Uh, so we'll kick off a must-see showcase of what's coming for the galaxy far, far away. Uh, the studio's current crop of live-action filmmakers, as well as special guests, will tease what's ahead with news from Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, and The Mandalorian. And then, long hyphen, perhaps more. Oh, boy. Uh, so. Of course, we were, we were originally were expecting to get to see uh, Obi Wan Kenobi on the twenty fifth. It's got pushed back two days, and you're going to get the first two episodes on Disney Plus that day. Uh, so on Saturday, the twenty eighth, uh, Mando Plus: A Conversation with John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yay! Join executive producers John Favreau and Dave Filoni for the first official The Mandalorian panel since the show actually premiered in late 2019. As they, and even more special guests, look back at the show so far and tease what's next for Din Djarin. Din Djarin. Wow. Wow. I just rolled right over that. Mm. And his young foundling Grogu in season three. Uh, He's going to be a single dad. <laughs> and the kid loves the hot rod. <laughs> Uh, May 29th, Star Wars The Bad Batch. Uh, Bad Batch executive producers Brad Rao and Jen Corbett. Uh, story editor Matt Michnovitz, as well as clone voice actors D. Bradley Baker, who he's all of them. He's all the clones. He's all the clones, yes. And Michelle Ang, who's Omega. Uh, talk about the show's arrival, offer a glimpse of what to expect for The Batch in season two. They're not teasing and more uh there is a ginormous list of who will be there for photo sessions and signings uh anthony daniels cool uh <laughs> what, what, what has he got to do <laughs> and the 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 like parenthetical next to him is c3po in well a lot of star wars uh ashley Eckstein, uh, ahsoka tano from the clone wars and rebels uh Corey Jones, uh, Chris Santon from the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, Carrie Jones, sorry, not Corey, Carrie. 
Uh, Carl Weathers, uh, Grief Karga from The Mandalorian, always will be Apollo Creed to me. Uh, Daniel Logan, who uh, we know is a fan of the show because he has liked several of our episodes. Uh, he was young Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones, and he voiced Boba Fett in The Clone Wars. Uh, D. Bradley Baker, all the clone troopers. Uh, let's see. Emily Swallow, the armorer. Giancarlo Esposito, Moff Gideon. Uh, Ian McDermott, Sheev Palpatine, the Star Wars prequels, the original trilogy, and somehow returned in The Rise of Skywalker. Hey. Uh, Jet Lucas. Yes, that would be son of George Lucas. Yeah. Uh, the man who has the, the most unenviable position, uh, and I uh, name I'm going to murder, uh, Junus Suitamo. Uh, he is the actor who took over Chewbacca for uh, Peter Mayhew. Oh. Uh, you saw him in Solo. The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. And I also know I heard that in, I want to say, The Force Awakens, he did a lot more of, he did a lot of the Chewbacca running around scenes, but the Chewbacca like sitting was Peter Mayhew. Was Peter. I want to hug him and say thank you for keeping Chewbacca alive. Unlike, (laughs) unlike R.A. Salvatore who dropped a moon on him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Uh, Katie Sackhoff, uh, Bo-Katan Kreese from Clone Wars and Mandalorian. Like, the list is just, just... It's all the peoples. Yeah. Uh, featured guests. Uh, just looking if there's any... A lot of executive people, executive producers, uh, and authors for the, uh, Star Wars High Republic, uh, series that's, that is out now, so... Tickets are still available if you find yourself going to be out in Anaheim at the end of May. Want to go? Let me just see what what are what are tickets going for? Just oh, geez, just just bust Kayla's bubble. By the way, for anybody who cares, I'd never done this before, but I just looked up Carrie Jones. Um, Mm -hmm. and man, is gorgeous. So. The full Jedi Master package uh, is available for one person. Oh, boy. Uh, Here we go. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, the ticket details. Let's just, premier access to Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. Half hour early access to the exhibit hall. Half hour early access to the official Celebration store each day. Exclusive Celebration store preview experience. Jedi Master Express checkout lane at the official Celebration store, which I'd imagine that is primo. <laughs> it's like a fast pass at Disney World. Right? Unlimited use of the light speed lane for to enter the official celebration store. Nice. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it gets it's better. Fast pass. It gets better. It, they should, did they call it the hyperspace lane? Light Come speed. On. Light speed lane. <laughs> there we go. Okay. I'll take it. Um, light speed lane autograph hall line pass and checkout for up to six autograph sessions or photo ops. If you can afford this, you can afford to go to all six of those. Right? Yeah. Oh, you, uh, by the way, purchase of autograph and photo op required. <laughs> uh, priority access allows Jedi Masters to enter the theater prior to general attendees. There's no guaranteed reserved seating section for Jedi Masters, but you will have first choice of seats for each panel on the celebration stage. In other words, front row. <laughs> to take advantage of this entitlement, all Jedi Masters must arrive to the Jedi Master queue at the celebration stage before a 
designated time to be announced typically 45 minutes prior to the start of each panel. Due to high demand for panels, we are unable to offer priority access for Jedi members to the celebration stage within 15 minutes of the scheduled panel time. Uh, amazing amenities. Uh, Jedi Master Lounge. Hello. Complimentary coat check. And the Jedi, right. Mas- and the Jedi Master on-site concierge. Ooh. To help you plan your day, assist with questions, and more. Oh, God. All uh, right, hit us with the number. Hold on, there's still more. Oh, shit. There's, ex- there's exclusive merchandise. Oh, God. For you uh, to buy. You know, this is included. <laughs> this in is your- included. Okay, this is the swag bag. Yeah, this is your swag bag. Uh, one Jedi Master badge featuring exclusive art. Uh-huh. One original signed art print created exclusively for Celebration Anaheim's Jedi Masters. Ooh. One, e- one extremely limited edition Jedi Master character pin not available for purchase by general fans. Holy shit. One exclusive Jedi Master lanyard. One exclusive Jedi Master embroidered patch. One exclusive Jedi Master beverage tumbler. Yes. Gotta get the tumbler. <laughs> One official show poster rolled complete and po- complete with poster tube. That's, you know, that's important. Yes. <laughs> uh, one commemorative program guide and a one-time 10% discount off of uh, the official merchandise store. And you could get, you could have got this, but it is sold out for the low, low price of $900. Oh my God. That's actually not bad. I guess considering everything you get and what people normally pay for convention tickets, you're right. And, it's, and the fact that it's a four, it's essentially you're, you're buying a four day pass. Yeah. You're buying a four day pass. With all uh, of that mm-hmm. to Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim? Yes. That's not bad. Yeah, you want to hear? It's not bad. <laughs> uh, so we're going to, right. I, unfortunately, that package is sold out. Damn it! We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to take the youngling. The, the youngling package. Ah. Uh, so the four day ticket, just the standard. You get a four day ticket. Uh The youngling pack. Well, that's one ninety five. So not bad. Okay. Uh, for kids under uh, from six to twelve. Four day pass, seventy dollars. It's it's the ticket to Anaheim. That's <laughs> yeah. Um, now single day tickets. Oh boy. Friday and Saturday sold out. Not so yeah. Much. yeah. Yeah. Thursday and Sunday single day ticket, seventy five dollars. Uh, wow. Kids, kids single day tickets, which Friday and Saturday are open, thirty five dollars. Huh. Um, but uh, child ticket must be purchased with an adult ticket. So, Aww. yeah, and I can't drop my five year old off and just go here. Hi, have fun. <laughs> God, have fun. But that tickets for, tickets for dress him up 12. as a Jawa and dress him up as a Jawa and set him on their or an Ewok and send him on their way. Yeah, here's 20 bucks for a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even look for ketchup, that's, that's extra. Yeah, <laughs> um. So what they're saying, so you will definitely be getting some Obi-Wan stuff. Uh, of course, we're going to get some Mandalorian talk, Bad Batch talk. Uh, they definitely feel that you'll be seeing stuff from Ahsoka and Andor. Uh, also finding out more stuff about the Lando series uh, and the High Republic era story, the Acolyte. Um, should be getting some news about Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron movie. Which, while it has been delayed, apparently it is still active. And uh, 
there is also maybe we'll learn more about Taika Waititi's mysterious Star Wars project. Oh boy. Uh, Are they going to stream this one like they usually do? I've, 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 I've heard rumors about that mysterious project. Oh, what have you? Uh, uh, rumors, rumors. Maybe some innuendo. Uh, it, it, I'm hearing Revan. Mm. Oh. I'm hearing that they're going to live action out the Knights of the Old Republic video game. Interesting. Just the rumors that I've been hearing. Huh. So, so when it gets officially announced, we can tell you that you were right. That's right. <laughs> and That's... that would be really... It seems like, though, could you do that all in one, one movie? I don't know. I mean, they've been pretty good about knowing, like, where who to cut it, things. Who says it has to be one movie? Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Because then they, Marvel's not, and then Disney's not, competing at itself for Taika Waititi's time. <laughs> not not for nothing. They, you know, they they like to do things in threes. That is that is true. Uh, what was the other stuff? Oh, um, you want to feel old? No. Again. <laughs> Uh, this year marks the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. That doesn't make me feel old. It does a little bit, because, like, you know, when I think about it, it's like, okay, I remember Attack of the Clones coming out when my kids were pretty little. Yeah. I do everything by how old my kids was, because that's my only sense of time. Well, that, that was where I was going, because I remember my, my nephew, Gavin, who will be 30 this year. Birthday, Gavin, sometime this year. August. Um. <laughs> being like just super excited about it and we had to get the games and we had to get this and that and yeah um there is also word that there will be a sequel to respawn's rise of the empire era video game jedi fallen order so they're saying we'll probably hear information about that at celebration as well so ah okay cool i okay i just have to one of the things i wanted just want to see what a what what a uh photo op or signing Look. costs do they have the is it like different prices or is it all one price oh, oh, no, I just they're all different prices so i just pulled up uh anthony daniels c3 okay okay photo op uh times to be determined still 140 dollars holy shit um and if you want them to email you a jpeg copy of it it's an extra 15 dollars and if you want uh an additional prints it's fifteen dollars wow um if you want an autograph just an autograph not a not a quote 125 dollars okay so it's a hundred and some to get the picture uh-huh. and then another hundred and some to get the autograph yes right plus whatever the fuck else you want and that's for one guy i mean yeah uh if you wanted to get a picture though with uh with with your new your new uh, favorite Wookiee, Carrie Jones. <laughs> Carrie Jones. Photo op, 60 bucks. Autograph, 50 bucks. Okay. Uh, do you do you want to get a picture with Sheev Palpatine? I mean... Mm. I would like to because I also did see him on, on Broadway uh, in Faith Healer. So Okay. $155 for a photo. $140 for an autograph. We are in the wrong business. Mean we didn't get oh. famous. Yes. <laughs> uh, and if you want to take a picture after you have, uh, if after you have hugged him and thanked him for keeping Chewbacca alive, uh, 
photo op seventy dollars, autograph sixty five. Wow. And and just so you can see the man under the Okay, here's a question. Sure. Oh wow, I didn't realize he was so young. Huh. He's he's a he's a handsome boy too. Um how much of that money goes to the actor? All of it. Yeah. Really? Good uh, a good portion of it, minus their representation fees. Yeah. yeah, most of it. And they're all all of their all of these are on official picks. Um Epic Photo Ops. Uh, um yeah, they are the they are the company that handles it. So, and from what I've heard, it's it's a pretty good chunk of it comes back to the actual Hi. actor. Um, the idea there's no actual like guarantee, but the idea is is that it will be streamed. Panels will be streamed, uh, or at least be available on the Star Wars YouTube channel. Okay, that's good. So, wow, that's gonna be fun. So you want to hear what happens when you get sadists into game making? Uh, so this is not going to go where I think it's going to go. <laughs> There's so many ways I could answer this. I mean, yes, I want to see. But the number of pictures that just flash through my head, please tell us. So uh, uh, there is a Japanese variant of the iconic rubik's cube that is called rubik's cube impossible of course there is um the rubik's cube impossible has one thing different than the standard rubik's cube what's that it changes color like the actual like it's what like light up or something and the colors change i will let me see if i can that's so weird let me see if i can if this will come up yeah if you i posted the video in uh the chat oh my what the that's just rude so yeah i give some kid at mit about 15 minutes to he'll figure that shit out right uh yeah so this uh there's an immense level of self-satisfaction when you successfully solve a rubik's cube but that hours-long accomplishment starts to feel less impressive when you discover the current world record for solving a scrambled cube currently stands at 3.47 seconds Wow. Apparently there are reliable strategies that if you memorize them, you can then you can just go and do it. But created by Mega House, a subsidiary of Bandai Namco that produces Rubik's Cubes on behalf of Spin Master in Japan, the upgraded peach feet upgraded puzzle features colored squares that change color depending on the angle they're being viewed. Making things harder yet is the fact that not every square on the cube does the color changing trick. According to Sora News 24, this promotional video features a couple of speed cubers, both capable of solving a regular Rubik's Cube. In about a minute's time, we were challenged to solve Rubik's Cube impossible. One eventually gave up completely, while the other did the impossible and actually managed to solve it, although it took about three hours to do so. Holy shit. Uh, the Rubik's Cube impossible is currently listed on the Mega House website for $25, uh, which is 3,080 yen. Uh, and while the site indicates a spring 2022 release, it doesn't appear to be available on sit for sale yet, but why would anyone want to curse themselves with such a creation anyway? Abomination is more like it. <laughs> I saw that story. I was like, this, this is just, this is evil. This is, this is what happens. Uh, the headline for this, for the article, uh, that I got the information from, uh, from on Gizmodo is 
Real life monsters create a Rubik's cube that changes colors as you move it around. I love my new home, but it might be. What was that? I don't know. Is there a video playing somewhere on the site? Yeah. So we can torture ourselves with the Rubik's cubes that changes as you play with it. No, thank you. No. No. I, I don't, that's not the way my brain works. I, I am a genius at some shit. That is not it. But speaking of weird nostalgia, <laughs> uh, so yeah. good segue what? for this one. Yeah. I also have a good segue for this one. Okay, you can go. No, you you started. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So we all know and love uh the the official indicator that spooky season has started. Uh, is when we see our beloved Spirit of Halloween stores start to pop up, right? Yes. So, Spirit of Halloween has is 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 embarking on an adventure, and they are creating a family horror movie. What now? Yep. Yep. Is that you had it too? Yep. (laughs) KK and I are riding the same brainwave. Oh yeah. Uh, Go the ahead, iconic... tell them who's starring in it. Okay. Um the movie stars Christopher Lloyd, Rachel Lee Cook, uh Donovan Collin, Dylan Frankel, Jaden Smith, Marla Gibbs, and Marissa Reyes. Marla Gibbs as in Jefferson's Cam- 227 Marla Gibbs? El Camino Marla Gibbs. I don't think it's the same one. Hold on. Google Foo. Is there another Marla? Maybe it is. No, that is. Yeah, no. Yeah, that Marla Gibbs. Oh my God. I, I'm for this because. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh... How's he going to find time to do that and be in Mandalorian or. Uh, probably because he's already done with Mandalorian. <laughs> right? He's already done with that. And this I is think, like in I the think works. principal on Mandalorian season three is done. Yeah, you would think. So the premise is uh, when a new Spirit of Halloween store appears in a deserted strip mall, three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick or treat make a dare to spend the night locked inside the store, the store on Halloween night. But they soon find out that the store is haunted by an angry evil spirit who has possessed the creepy animatronic characters. The kids embark on a thrilling and spooky adventure in order to survive the night and avoid becoming possessed themselves. So it's Five Night at Freddy's, the Spirit of Halloween movie. Yep. Yep. I'm excited. I hope they do. I hope they do this well and have fun with it because the cast is incredible. So, yeah, it should be fun. I I am glad to be to see that uh, Christopher Lloyd is is getting a lot more work. Yeah, I'm trying like for to... a while, It seemed like for a while you couldn't. He was he was nowhere to be found. He took a break. So remember the Percy Jackson movies from a few years back? Yes, we have a new Percy. We have a new Percy because uh, there is a new Disney Plus uh, series, which I believe we've already talked about, and uh, they have cast. Uh, from the Adam Project on from Netflix, uh, Walker Scoble. Uh, he will be taking up the sandals of a Greek demigod. Sure, we'll go with that. Uh, Scoble is 13. 
So he is much closer in age to Percy Jackson than uh, than the movie Percy Jackson. Uh, and uh, Rick Reardon uh, is heavily involved um, in this production. So that is always good. Cool. Uh, real quick before we... I'm sorry. Uh, Will, you said you had the article too. Did you see a release date? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think they've done any kind of production on it. Okay. Wanted to make sure I didn't I'm going it. to go ahead and just assume it's going to be, you know, probably October next year. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was looking for was year because you assume it's going to be for Halloween, but I didn't know if it was something that's coming out this year or... No, I don't think it's going to be for this year. Okay. So we'll keep an eye on it, but... It looks really good. I'm excited. Anyway, so yeah, Percy. And this is the series, right? Yes, this is going to be a series. Yeah, so not just the little the movie anymore. I know lots of uh, Percy Jackson fans who will be happy about that. So, so I'm going to follow up on, on you, Joe. Mm-hmm. You want to feel old? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer uh, reveal trailer came out. Ooh. As part of the 20th anniversary celebration for Kingdom Hearts. Ah, uh, yeah. Now you feel old? Now you yeah. feel old? Listen, I played as much Kingdom Hearts with Gavin as I played any of the Star Wars games with Gavin on PlayStation or Xbox. So well, now you may need to get Gavin to come over so you can play Kingdom Hearts 4 because in the reveal trailer, right around the 34 second mark is where. The rumors have been flying that you can now go into a Star Wars section of Kingdom Hearts. Oh, boy. Uh, the 34-second mark, by the way, if you're looking at the official reveal trailer, um, shows a very foresty area. I did see this. I did see something about this today. And it it's cinematic, of course, so the graphics look freaking amazing. But yeah, apparently now they everybody is thinking, okay, we're gonna have a Star Wars section for the first time in a Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, which I believe would be the, pretty cool. It's pretty I, cool. I, I believe that there was there's been I've seen some pictures where like they focus in and is that a is that an ATST Walker foot and because it is de- it definitely does not appear to belong in the forest world wherever that is, but. That would be cool. That would be very cool. So we were talking earlier about, you know, spinning off Wizards of the Coast. Um, Not quite as much as that would run, but uh, Captain America number one sold uh, at auction. Near Mint, uh, according to this, a 9.4 graded on the CGC Universal grade, sold at auction. How much do you think it went for? Uh... A million dollars. No. Uh, God, I have no idea. $3.12 million. Wow. Uh, okay. This was through Heritage Auctions. Um, in January, it sold a single comic page featuring Spider-Man and what became the Venom suit. That one page sold for $3.36 million. Holy hmm. shit. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a what? Yes. Uh, just three years ago, 
it only garnered a total of nine, uh, $915,000. That's a good return on investment. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a huge jump. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is that I, I was, but the, I, the more the, the single page for $3.36 million, uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, I get it. The, the, the variant is, is very important, but wow. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I kind of want to be like, what else could you be doing with that money? Actually being Batman. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which. There you go. Good segue. We need to start giving geek points for good segues. Totally giving you one for that. 30 years after it happened on the big screen, Michael Keaton's bat suit still remains a, an iconic look in the Dark Knight's vast wardrobe. So if you're a fan of the 89 Batman, you have a chance to own an incredibly realistic and screen-accurate recreation of Keaton's Batman cowl. Wow. The 89 Batman cowl is the first in a new series of DC-themed collectibles from Denu Novo, a subsidiary of collectible giants NECA and Rubies, that previously specialized in one-to-one recreations of helmets and costumes from Star Wars. If you haven't gone to look, go look. Here, I'll spell it out for you. It is D-U-D-E-N-U-O-N-O-V-O. Two words. Go take a look. This Star Wars stuff is freaking amazing. D-E-N-O. D-E-N-U-O. U-O. N-O-V-O. Novo. My computer knows me. The cow was sculpted digitally and cast in durable material called elastomer, resulting in a prop that recreates Keaton's bat suit down to the smallest details. Even the rough texture of the cow harkens back to the 89 movie. The cow comes with a display case for those who prefer to show it off, but it's also designed to be worn by those who want to up their cosplay game, you know, a few dozen notches. Holy cow, they really do. at $950. And is limited to 500 pieces worldwide. Holy shit. Pre-orders have opened on the website today, April 11th, as we record. Get it fast. It's not going to last. That's for sure. Yeah. But their Star Wars stuff is absolutely amazing. Um, Not cheap, but that's what you get when you get really good stuff. Yeah. What if I just want to sit around the house while I'm working? (laughs) it would definitely enhance your next zoom meeting yeah yeah that's it i say dress for the job you want uh i just remembered i feel like a terrible host uh we didn't we didn't uh, do our, our 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 kickstarter uh roundup uh, and and dear friend Travis Gibb with his Cthulhu Invades Wonderland Kickstarter has crossed the forty thousand dollar mark, meaning that he he and his team have hit their goal of thirty thousand dollars. So we can hey, expect Travis. we can expect that this will be going. Uh, there are if you go on the Kickstarter page right now, there are twenty four pages to that you can read for free. Um, and I was just seeing if there are any stretch goals that they have uh the un- the 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 downside of course is going to be that uh when this episode drops on thursday 
that will be the last day for you to get involved if you want to get involved. So, and if you got involved from hearing about us on the show, thank you for supporting one of our guests. That's super cool. Yeah. So, I think everybody else's stuff that I know about has already funded and closed and all that, and we've covered it. So, bless them. Oh, the Han Solo Force Awakens leather jacket is. Yeah, that's sexy. Hmm. Okay. It's a bad site to go visiting. Yeah, it, it really is. is. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to spend all of the monies. <laughs> okay. For $650, I can get an Imperial Royal Guard helmet. And somehow you think that's more that you can that's more convincing. <laughs> I'm just thinking that, you know, might be better to wear while working from home. <laughs> nah. You're right. Oh shit. So, so do they do anything other than Star Wars? And I mean, not that you really need to do more than Star Wars. Star and Wars and Batman. Batman. You put in, you put enough energy into one, into those two things. Yeah, I know. You're just printing money I mean, at that don't, point. Don't, don't fuck with this. Don't, don't fuck with good shit. Right? <laughs> nope. Those helmets. I would never do that because people will come after you. Wow. That is super cool. That is. Goodness uh, gracious. So, I got this one thing here. Best tabletop or board games for date night, according to the readers of the inventory. I'm going to go ahead and rule out Monopoly. Yes. Totally ruled out because, you know, nothing's going to lead to post-date activities like having a board flip because, you know, you land on Broadway. You land on Boardwalk with, uh, with the hotel. Uh evil. No monopoly, no risk. How about civilization? I don't know if I've ever played that one, but then again, I am not the game connoisseur. So, so civilization the... will eat your day. Okay. <laughs> also, going to just sell you no access and allies. <clears throat> um the 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 first game on the list is Pandemic. Uh, is that just a little too, too real soon. at this point? Right? <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry, games are supposed to be escapes. <laughs> well, this works under the idea that, you know, you can actually go and cure things and, 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 and you know, you can stop the spread. Um, it's a co-op game and uh, it has some add-ons to it. Uh, a lot of, lot of replayability. Okay. Maybe too soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Here's and it, <laughs> It retails for $36, the, the base game. Here's here's a question to add to each of these games. I don't know if the statistics are there for you in your list, but I'm curious as to how many players each of these games is for. Obviously two and up, but like sometimes they have like two to four or two. Because like there's there's poly couples, like there's poly pod. I need to know how many people can play these games. Can we pod in for a date night? Well, let us see. Uh, pandemic, two to four players, uh, five with on the, on the brink expansion. And if you got the, in the lab expansion, it goes one to six. So if you're solo poly and you're, you know, alone some evening, you can play it by yourself. There you go. Uh, these are things I need to know. Uh, macro, micro, macro crime city, which I have to say, I'm not. Uh, very familiar with this game. Uh, they're not nerd. Uh, let me see if I can find 
Welcome to Crime City, a city where crime lurks around every corner. Disastrous secrets, devious robberies, and cold-blooded murders are the order of the day here. The local police are no longer able to control the situation. Therefore, the work of clever investigators are required. Micro Macro, Crime City is a cooperative detective game. Together, the players solve 16 tricky criminal cases by determining motives, finding evidence, and convicting the perpetrators. An attentive eye is just as important as deductive talents in order to unravel everything, every riddle on the 75 by 110 centimeter large game board, uh, which is one and a half by a little bigger than 10 and a half by seven and a half inches. I get to wear the Batman cowl. A magnifying glass is included (laughs) in the game to help with finding every detail. Can I then I can wear the deerstalker so I can be Sherlock? There you go. Uh, one player takes on the role of lead investigator and is responsible for reading the case cards out loud. But of course, they will also help with solving the case. The players choose choose together which case they want to play. And the lead investigator reads out the corresponding start card as well as the first task. Together, the players explore the map of Crime City in order to answer all the questions on the case card. One after another, the game ends as soon as the last case card is answered correctly. Uh, and this is for how many players? One to four players. Okay. Uh, according to this, it, uh, for ages 12 and up. And I was just seeing if there, I don't see any other add-ons. So, And that uh, that goes for $24. The, uh-huh. the next, next one is Splendor, which I have seen but never played. Uh, let me find the... So Splendor is a engine building and resource management game in which two to four players compete to collect the most prestige points. The game has the following components, 40 gem tokens, seven of seven each of emerald, sapphire, ruby, diamond, onyx, and five gold. These represent these are represented by poker style chips. 90 development cards, 10 noble tiles. Um not not cooperative. Uh so you know, if you've got somebody who is a bit more uh competitive i feel attacked i'm i'm (laughs) not supposed to be it feels more it feels more uh from just the look of it it reminds me a little bit of uh dominion uh and the next one on the list is one that a few years back when we had uh brian dalrymple on the show he was very high on and that would be wingspan yeah uh it's a game for one to five players. Uh, you play as bird enthusiasts seeking to discover and attract the best birds to your aviary. Uh, each bird extends a chain of powerful combinations in each of three unique habitats as you build your engine to gain food, lay eggs, and draw from 170 uniquely and beautifully illustrated bird cards. Uh, it was uh, the Connoisseur's Game of the Year uh, a couple years back. So... Yeah, the artwork is gorgeous. Yes. Um, and it retails for about $51. I'm surprised that hasn't become a digital game yet. That is interesting that it hasn't. Although, I don't know, it seems kind of high concept too. Well, I mean, there's been a lot of other games like that where you're, like, you're building a, like, you know, like the Farmvilles and stuff like that. But this would be with birds, which I think would be cool. Yeah. No, I, you, here is. Somebody the, get on it. Uh, you know, now, now, now that game needs you just that game needs to take off so that they can introduce a mod for KK where it's robots, not birds. Yes, yes. robot birds, robot birds, robot birds. 
<laughs> and the last game on this list, it's a two-player. Um, it is Patchwork. It is a quilt-making puzzle game. For ages 70 and up. <laughs> it says eight and up, but I think... <laughs> think you're not too far off on that um players complete to build the most aesthetic quilt possible on their nine by nine game board you never know what patch you'll be able to claim so lay your board out carefully creating a beautiful quilt requires effort and time but some patches just don't fit together that sounds like fun so it's a jigsaw quilt uh i kind of want i kind of want to but it looks like you claim pieces and stuff as you move around building the quilt. Um, here's the image that they have for it for the game. And that retails for about $25. So, okay. So it's Tetris in a quilt. Yeah. 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 It's totally quilted Tetris. That's why I like it. Cause I also like Tetris. Wait, did you just say you like a video game? Yes. <laughs> I mm. will admit I actually really do like Tetris. Interesting. Yeah, there's not many. I'm a Pac-Man and girl too. Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man? Both. Whichever one was available in those little sit-down, like tabletop games at Pizza Hut. I'll take your geek point. <laughs> <laughs> take your geek point along with your your Mountain Dew with no ice in that red plastic tumbler cup. Yep. Hey, but is a salad bar open? No, screw the salad bar, man. I read like 15 books to get my personal pan pizza. That's right. Which comes out at 4,000 degrees. <laughs> yes, because it has to sit there. Uh, it has to sit there while the, you know, cool off while I play, you know, asteroids. Man. <laughs> exactly. Oh, we're really showing our age. Uh, yeah. Hey, I took my Tylenol, all right? <laughs> Good <laughs> for you. feels much better. Good. <laughs> Uh, that's that's about all I have tonight. So, anybody has anything else they would like to add? I I have I have been through my cache of stuff, and since we can't really talk about Moon Knight yet or Picard, I mean we you, we can. I, I'm just I'm not going to have any clue of what you're talking about. Right. Well, that's no, no fun. None whatsoever. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm waiting to binge watch Picard, so I'm going to wait for it to finish. Uh, okay, I got you. I will, then I will binge watch the hell out of it to where I can't get enough. I've already gotten some minor spoilers. Yeah, but that, I mean, there's there's that, so much. Well, I, I I know one of the one of the guest actors in this in the season, and I'm I'm down for this. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. All, all I gotta say, and you can cover your ears for this if you want, Will, uh, but all I gotta say is Guinan and her guns. <laughs> That's all I gotta say, and y'all, if you know, you know. Good damn. Yes. <laughs> Seconded. <sighs> so, yeah, we will talk about Picard soon. Yes, yes. There's lots of uh, good stuff. Discovery ended um, well. Discovery <laughs> ended really well. Um, um, Lower Decks is coming back. Yes. Uh, and if you haven't gone, haven't gone out and seen seen it, uh, there is a teaser trailer out on the YouTube uh, for 
lower decks. Yes. On the tube of you? On, on the, the tube of you. Tube of you. What was the other teaser trailer that you showed me that I was like, really? That was it? Um, AMC was- Plus. AMC Plus had a had a a first look at uh, Interview with the Vampire. That's series. it, which I am very excited for. Um, they had a bunch of stuff like stuff I'm I'm not even aware of. I'm gonna need to like go back through that trailer and look up what that stuff is uh, to see where those shows come from because some of those look really interesting. It's like I I really would like to add a few more days to a few more hours to each day so that like we could check out Halo. The, the, I was the just going to say, is anybody watching Halo yet? Because I really want to see it. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. Are you interested in it? I, I will be eventually. Okay. That's fair. There's so much out there. It's like almost impossible to keep up. Oh, yeah. No. And like, and just think about these are the things like we, we have, like we don't have Apple TV plus. So like we're not even fully aware of all that happened on the foundation or yeah, any no of the other shows they have over there. My, my thing is I, I, I have gotten to the point where I am spoiled. Yes. I, I want, I, I will binge watch a season of something versus there. There are very few things that I will watch a week to week show where I, I can't wait. Mm. Uh, okay. Mandalorian is one of them. The, pretty much all of the Star Wars shows are one of them because I can't avoid the social media. Yeah. Thing, uh, to to not get absolutely spoiled wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I will watch those on a week to week basis. Uh, but there's very few things that I have the patience to wait for. So I will wait for the entire season to come out, and then I will just binge watch the hell out of it so that I can enjoy it. All at once. There you go. Uh, a friend of mine is also doing that. She was telling me, like, you know, she and her husband are waiting for Picard um, to be fully done, or they're waiting for Moon Knight to be fully done, so that way they can just binge it. So, yeah, well, that is the, that is a new way of things. I, you know this what? I mean, way. it kind of like like I I kind of get it a little bit, but I'm. I need that dopamine hit all the time. <laughs> and I'm down with that, but there, there's a problem when you, when you with the, I have to wait a week. Yeah. You get that dopamine hit, but then you get that. Then you get the, 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 the doldrums of, I have to wait a week. And especially when, like, I remember when Gotham was on, mm-hmm. it was like every damn episode's a cliffhanger. You can't so it's do like, that. this is such a great show. And then this, it, it, at the end of the show, you're screaming because the, the show and that, that episode ended. I think I am just and enough of a masochist to like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would much rather go, okay, this is done. Now I can schedule myself. Okay. There's eight episodes that are 44 minutes a piece or they're an hour a piece. I got a weekend. There you go. Yeah. And and when you think about it, too, with, you know, waiting to binge it, especially like the Disney Plus is like you get to watch it and there's no no commercials. Just straight there. Yep. Just blaze right through it. Make sure you have plenty of good snacks on hand. There you go. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. How spoiled we are now compared to when we used to watch things growing up. Oh, my like, God. You couldn't pause the program. 
that you're watching live to go to the bathroom. You had to get you you became really good at jumping over the couch. I, I got you. One, I got you one better. I got oh you one better. How about the, the the audacity of something to happen locally that oh. the news needed to interrupt the show that mm-hmm. was on a national oh. that was a national show because they're no. never going to re-air that episode. So you're yeah, or, screwed. Oh my god! Or you'd have to like <laughs> wait for the summer reruns and hope it was one of the ones that was picked for the summer reruns. Oh my god! The screaming. <laughs> I don't yep. care about that. Or, you know, the, the National Weather Service having to test their shit right at the end of an episode. Oh, yeah. How you many know? nasty so letters like, did you're they coming, get? You're, you're, you're coming up right on the end, right on the end of the episode, and, and they're they're about to announce who shot JR, and, you know, this is the test of the <laughs> National <laughs> Weather Emer- the Emergency, emergency message. Which, and you okay. beat on the television? Yeah. Here's my but question. But then again, you could beat on the television and oh, not yeah. break. Not yeah, break it, yeah. Television was a piece of furniture at that point. Uh, it, it, here's the thing I always wonder about. Like, the emergency broadcast thing, has it, like, have, like, it didn't even get used on 9-11. What is that thing? Did. did it? I thought, I'm yep. pretty sure I saw it on 9-11. Yep. Yeah. 9-11, I'm pretty sure I've seen it on a hurricane. One of those, the big ones. No, no, those are weather alerts. I'm talking about the one that they used to break into the programs for. That was the emerg- that was the federal emergency broadcast system. Is it, what do they do now? They just every they just throw it on everybody's phone now. Yeah, it goes it, it goes to phones, it goes to the tele you know, if there were an actual emergency that required it, yeah, it would go through the TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I know goodness some, gracious. some parts of some parts of the country where they have like wildfires and stuff like that, brush fires. Yeah. They'll, they'll throw it through the TV because everybody's watching TV. They're not, may yeah. not be necessarily looking outside. Yeah. Those- I think that we in Florida don't have as many of those, like, cause we get warning when hurricanes come, but I think like in tornado alley and stuff like that is probably used a whole lot more. Yeah. Those are usually statewide emergency stuff or local emergency. Like, that big one that we all used to get was that was the federal shit's gone super sideways. Uh, well, that alert. was you're also talking in the 80s where we need to be ready for a nuclear weapon that you know our school desks are going to protect us from. This is true. I, I think at a certain point they even gave up on that school desk. Yes, they did. I, I do remember though, middle school, I want to say we did a tornado drill, which was very similar to the get under your desk drill. Uh, for the for the nuclear attack, um, I I went to a school that was one of those open ranch style schools. So like it was block of classrooms, big open space, block of classrooms, big open space. Um, like the teacher we got done, she was like, if a tornado was coming and hitting the school, this would have done nothing because all those windows they would have blown in. So way to make you know, us feel safe, middle school teacher. I'd rather have the I'd rather have a realist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody want to to go on the uh, the the Star Trek cruise next February? Yes, please. Are we going? Can we go as a company? No. No. No, thank you. Damn it! You 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 guys are more than welcome to go. Okay, Uh, wait. No pandemic. Will 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 doesn't do boats. Oh, that's good to know. Not that like I say that like we go on boats all the time, like. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Oop, just saw the prices. Don't worry. <laughs> the 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 cheapest available for new guests into your room $1980. Shit. I, I don't know if that's a good price or a bad price because Will doesn't do boats. That's okay. That's and, and I don't care before before you go before you jump up Ooh. all on my DMs about all oh, those big boats don't move bullshit. I've seen the video. No, no. <laughs> Having been on one as a kid, they fucking move. They don't move. try and don't don't try and tell me that they they don't move. I've seen the videos of deck chairs going fly. I've seen you know the the pool emptying itself out. You know, through a freaking dining room. No, I'm good. I'll I'll keep I, my fat ass will be on land and okay. We're good. My 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 main thing with with cruises. Uh, how often do you hear? You know, they come back into port. We are, you know, we we are within throwing distance of three of the largest uh, tourist cruise ports in America. And every time they come back in, there's always the you know legionnaires or covid or something on from these ships so um you know it will pass plus we need to save up all that money to go to the star cruiser galactic six thousand dollars a room disney thing you know i got i got i got thoughts about that whole situation because like i get it it is designed to be upscale but I'm mad about it because <laughs> it's it's just I'm just stamping my feet. It's not fair. So here's oh. here's the 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 like you you pay six grand to do this, but you you really the only thing you have to get into the parks is you can go to Galaxy's Edge. You like your staying there does not include. No, it doesn't include anything else, and it's a you can only. It's like right now I think there's like a two night minimum or two night maximum. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it, it it's a it's a thing. It's all it's a thing all of its own. Yeah. yeah. It you're you're not going to Disney World. You're no, going you're to going Star to Wars. right, you're going to Star Wars, exactly. And if if you don't know that going in, you're not doing your homework. No, yeah. you're definitely still gonna be mad about it though. <laughs> it's it's like, I mean, to me, it might as well be Westworld. Like, I want to go that bad, and I'm that mad that I can't go. Uh, my 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 thing is is that it, it's it reminds me of it, they're 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 trying to make it to where it's super high classy. Like, I I get that you know you're charging a lot of money, but like I've seen the portion sizes on some of the meals. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's like. This doesn't it it does not appeal to me personally because it's just okay I, I have to eat what you you have in in these restaurants at the hotel or I have to eat at the limited dining opportunities that are in the park and your portions are really small like it's fine fine dining right yeah it's like if you're gonna pay that much money I, I want I want some choices like. I want a little bit more substance, but if anybody wants to give us free tickets so that the geekiest can go and give an honest review, we won't turn them down. Just saying. No, I no, I I'm, I'm <laughs> I'll <definitely>. go. <laughs> if it's free, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. 
<laughs> we'll just pack snacks. So apparently the standard cabin sleeps four to five. Ooh. We can get all of the geekiest in there. That would be weird. Room configuration. <laughs> Queen bed, two berths, bunk beds for one adult each, and a wall pull-down bed for one adult. Pete's the smallest. He gets the pull-down. The oh, gal- that you from the dock. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I like the Galaxy Class Suite uh, sleeps four. Queen bed and two wall pull-down beds for one adult each. And then, well, then there's the captain's suite. The grand captain's suite. Boy. Sleeps eight. Goodness. Uh, you, need, you need that many people to share the cost. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like paying rent. Uh, so it is uh, two queen beds, two berths bunk beds for one adult each, and two wall pull-downs for one adult each. All right. And no room to walk. Right? <laughs> you better be real close. See? That's the poly experience. Just climb over each other. <laughs> yeah. Four guests per cabin uh, comes to $5,999. Oh my god. And these are the standard cabin rates. Alright. Mm-hmm. Somebody go and tell us how it was. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Joe? We, uh, uh let's, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's I think we're all we we've depressed ourselves enough about shit we can't go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Was that like moment of silence of mourning? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's end this on a high let's note. We uh, need to get. Yeah. <laughs> Joe's gonna talk about crap we can't afford to go to. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Shit. Um, well, as hey, far as we, 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 we didn't talk about going up on a rocket to, to the ISS. I mean, that, okay, that, you know, we want to talk about crap we really can't afford to do. Shit, you can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> you better do it quickly before they go crashing it into the ocean. Oh, God. No, that's why it's, it's three billionaires just went up there. So. Oh. Uh, Again, space tourists. Again, we can't have Batman. We can't have Iron Man. No, but we can have you know we can we can get we can go to space. We can get these. I'm gonna call them weekend warriors. We can get these. They're gonna be up there for ten days. Space How much vacation. would you pay to spend ten days in space? I mean, I can if get you. I about, had it. I, I can get you about five bucks. <laughs> hey, say my say my seven seven fifty seven fifty. <laughs> I mean, maybe if I really scrounge around, I could I could come up with ten. Oh, jeez! You can't have any of my change. That's my tattoo fund. <laughs> I got a good amount of change in the car. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, gentlemen. Yes. Um, as far as our scoreboard is concerned, we're all tied. We all got two. Life is good. Yay. Well Very then, I well, say you KK go first. starts first. Me okay. start first. Ah, ah, you Ladies suck. first. Okay, fine. Okay, so if you would like to follow along with the adventures of KK, uh, you can find me on Twitter at hawk underscore Kayla. You can find me, and that's K A I L A. I've gotten comments about that. It's not why it's I. Sorry. Um, you can find me on Instagram at geekiest Kayla. 
you can find me on Facebook at JadeNSFWizards. Um, you can find me at our awesome thrift shop, which is getting geekier by the day. We just got a bunch of Spawn figures in uh, at 4148 Davy Road. If you are in the South Florida area, please come and say hi. Mention the show and maybe I'll give you a discount. Um, and if you cannot get to the shop, uh, we do have a website. You can go to secondhandgoddess.net. Uh, where you can find our uh, online store, as well as the crazy merch that I have been making lately. Uh, our newest uh, design that has just gone up is Not a Mimic, uh, in uh, t-shirts and beanies and hats and tote bags and all sorts of stuff. Um, that needs so, to be a onesie. Ooh, Spreadshirt doesn't offer a onesie. I'll have to find another company that does and make one. That's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> they do have uh, pajama sets and uh, sweatpants sets, but not onesies. That's that's a missed opportunity. I may have to write Spreadshirt a letter. Anyhow. Um, so yeah, you can find all that stuff there. And you can also, of course, find me playing Jade on Not Safe for Wizards and uh, hosting Out of Character for the same Not Safe for Wizards as uh, our behind-the-scenes uh, talk show as well. And I think that's it. God, I'm, I wonder I'm tired all the time. Hey, Will! Kayla? Where can our awesome fans find you on the interwebernets? Uh, you can find me on the uh, Instagram and the Twitter at GeekiestWill. Uh, not that I know how to use it all that well. My kid has stopped trying to teach me because I'm just, I don't get it. But I, I do check it, so you can cool. reach me there. Joseph? Did we lose Joe? Uh, I said sir. Oh, you didn't we hear didn't you. We didn't hear you. Nope. Uh, uh, take us home, sir. Well, if you would like to find me, you can find me on Twitter at Demorgus. That's D-E-M-O-R-G-U-S. <laughs> if you would like to follow this show across social media, go to at the Geekiest Pod. Uh, and that's face, uh, f Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, uh, go to thegeekiestpod.myspreadshop.com and you can find merchandise there uh, with our various logos and hashtags and whatnot. Um, if you would like to have me run a uh, tabletop role-playing game for you, either in person, if you live in the South Florida area, or online, if you live anywhere on the world, uh, just go to mindflayedmondays.com uh, and I'm one of the DMs there for hire. Uh, and if you wonder, hey, how good a DM are you? Well, then you need to take a listen to Not Safe for Wizards, uh, a 5th edition actual play D&D &D podcast where I'm the DM and I torment Kayla and the other players. Yep. Uh, and I think that's about it for... You, you, you should definitely listen to Not Safe for Wizards, just saying. Um, and I think that's it for me. So, uh, you know, pandemic still kind of going on. So just do the things, take care of yourself. I mean, Mr. T on Twitter the other day announced that he was getting the second booster and that he was going to continue masking up. Be yeah. like, Mr. T. <laughs> <laughs> be like Mr. T. Don't be a dick. Uh, <laughs> As always, this podcast believes that Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, and love is love.
We thank you for listening this week. We look forward to talking to you next week. All right, kids. Leave the world a better place than you found it. Earth Day, April 22nd. You got a week. Find something to make the Earth a better place. Yeah. It's important. Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, Two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, That would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.